Welcome back to Claudia's Book Reviews. Today our book is Trials of Apollo. In Trials of Apollo Book 1, Apollo gets turned into a human and has to earn his way back to being a god. He has to help Mag defeat the enemy, which they don't know who the enemy is yet. He has to earn his way back to Olympus before the enemy destroys the world. He requires the help of Percy Jackson and Camp Half-Blood, whom you might remember from season, from episode 10, season 1, when I reviewed the Percy Jackson series, also by Rick Reardon. My top five favorite things about the Trials of Apollo book one are that Percy Jackson is in the book. This is because Percy Jackson is my favorite character. He appears in all of the Rick Reardon series. Number two, Apollo's hakus are very funny because they are very dramatic. Number three. Apollo falls into a dumpster. Number four, I like the setting where they're at Camp Half-Blood. Camp Half-Blood has cabins and hills, and it never has bad weather. It looks better than any camp you've ever been to because it has magic. Number five, Meg and Apollo meet Leo, who is the Heroes of Olympus, who is from the Heroes of Olympus series by Rick Leo is the son of Hestipus. Rick Gordon is one of my favorite authors. Who's your favorite author? Send me a voicemail. I'll put it in the next episode. Next up, the secret sound. Three, two, one. I'll play it again and reveal an answer right after this quick round of two books and a fake. Welcome back to another round of Two Books and a Fake. If you're new to this section of the podcast or forgot how to play, here are the rules. I will name three titles. One will be fake, but the others will be real. It's your job to guess the one fake book. Alright, let's get started. Here are your three titles. <clears throat> Number one, Toilet Paper Origami. Number two, The Front Desk. Number three, The Fox in the Box. Which is fake. Take a guess. The fake book is The Fox in the Box. Toilet Paper Origami is a book by Linda Wright and shows you how to make different shapes with toilet paper. The Front Desk is a book about a girl who moved from China to the U.S. It is a book by Kelly Fang. Yelly, Kelly Yang. Fox in the Box is not a book, but it is a board game. That's it for this round of Two Books and a Fake. Hope you enjoyed it. Welcome back! As you might remember, I was just about to reveal the answer to the secret sign. Let's hear it one more time now. That was the sound of a cobra. This is a secret sign because cobras are one of Apollo's greatest enemies. Speaking of Apollo, it's time to read the book. The Trials of Apollo by Rick Reardon. Book One, The Hidden Oracle. Chapter One. My name is Apollo. I used to be a god. In my 4,612 years, I have done many things. I inflicted a plague on the Greeks who lived in Troy. 
I blessed Babe Ruth with three home runs in Game 4 of the 1926 World Series. I visited, I visited my wrath upon Britney Spears at the 2007 MTV Music Video Awards. But in all my immortal life, I have never crash landed in a dumpster. I'm not even sure how it happened. I simply woke up falling. Skysafer spiraled in and out of view. Flames streamed off my body. I tried to fly. I tried to change into a cloud or teleport across the world or do a hundred other things that should have been easy for me, but I just kept falling. I plunged into a narrow canyon between two buildings and bam. Is anything sadder than the sound of a god hitting a pile of garbage bags? I lay groaning and aching in an open dumpster. My nostrils burned with the scent of rancid bologna and used diapers. My ribs felt broken, though that shouldn't have been possible. My mind soothed with confusion, but one memory floated to the surface. The voice of my father is, Your fault, your punishment. I realized what had happened to me, and I sobbed in despair. Even for a god of poetry as myself, it is difficult to describe how I felt. How could you, a mortal, possibly understand? Imagine being stripped of your clothes, then blasted with a fire hose in front of a laughing crowd. Imagine that ice-cold water filling your mouth and your lungs, the pressure bruising your skin, turning your boy- joints to putty. Imagine feeling helpless, ashamed, completely vulnerable, hopefully and brutally stripped of everything that makes you, you. My hu- humiliation was worse than that. Your fault, just his voice ringing in my head. No, I cried miserably. No, it wasn't. Please. Nobody answered. On the other side of me, rust or fire zigzagged up the brick walls. Above, the winter sky was gray and unforgiving. I tried to remember the details of my sentencing. Had my father told me how long this punishment would last? What was I supposed to do to regain his favor? My mind was too fuzzy. I could barely recall what Zeus looked like, much less why he decided to toss me to earth. There had been a war with the giants, I thought. Gods had been cut off guard, embarrassed, almost defeated. The only thing I knew for certain, my punishment was unfair. Zeus needed someone to blame, so if he picked me, the handsomest, most talented, most popular god in the pantheon. Me. I lay in the garbage, staring at the label beside the dumpster lid. For pickup, call 1555-STEDGY. Zeus will reconsider, I told myself. He's just trying to scare me. At any moment, he will link me back up to Mount Olympus and let me off with a warning. Yes. My voice sounded hollow and desperate. Yes, that's it. I tried to move. I wanted to be on my feet when Zeus came to apologize. My ribs throbbed. My stomach clenched. I clawed the rim of the dumpster. I managed to drag myself over the side. I toppled out and landed on my shoulder, which made a cracking sound against the asphalt. I went for through the pain. Stand up. Stand up. Getting to my feet was not easy. My head spun. I almost passed out from the effort. I stood in a den-den alley. About 50 feet away, the only exit opened up to a street with a grimy storefront for a bail bondsman's office in a pawn shop. I was somewhere on the west side of Manhattan, I guessed, or perhaps Crown Heights or Brooklyn. This must have been really angry with me. I inspected my new body. I appeared to be a teenage male, clad in sneakers, blue jeans, and a green polo shirt. How utterly drab. I felt sick, weak, and so, so human. I will never understand how you mortals tolerate it. You live your entire life trapped in a sack of meat, unable to enjoy simple pleasures like changing into a hummingbird or dissolving into per- perlite. And now, heavens help me, I was just one of you, just another sack of meat.
I fumbled through my pants pockets, hoping I still had the keys to my ascension. No such luck. Found a cheap nylon wallet containing $100 in American currency. Lunch money for my first day as a mortal, perhaps. Along with the New York State Junior Driver's License featuring a picture of a dorky, curly-haired teen who cannot possibly be me with the name Lester Poppottles. The cruelty of Zeus knew no bounds. I peered into the dumpster, hoping my bone quiver and lyre might have fallen to earth with me. I would have settled for my harmonica. There was none. I took a deep breath. Cheer up, I told myself. I must have retained some of my godly abilities. Matters could be worse. That's it for this month's episode of Claudia's Book Review. Thanks for listening, and please send me voicemails with book suggestions, secret sounds, and questions. Thanks again for listening. Bye!